0: week's episode there will be 20 minutes of extra content on our youtube video so if you guys are interested in listening to that i would highly recommend doing that and if you don't want to listen to us for 20 extra
1: minutes then (laughs) go to the
0: spotify (laughs) itunes we're also on newsly yes insert ad here (laughs) but all the info will be down in the description don't you worry beef curry yes but welcome back to the Midnight Memo. My name is Claire. And I'm Kristen. And we hope you're having a great evening or morning or afternoon whenever you're listening to this. Um, and today, this video is going to come out on someone's birthday. And it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so can you guess whose birthday it's going to be? <laughs> da, 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 da. It's going to be Kristen's birthday. I am it. I know. If you
1: didn't hear that screech, I'm turning 25 because <laughs> that went a lot higher than I thought
0: it was going to be. She's a vocalist. She's hitting them whistle notes like Mariah Carey. Uh, she's
1: de- she's defrosted off in the corner. Yes. Give me my time, please. And thank yes. you.
0: But yeah, if you guys are listening to this episode on the day it comes out, go wish happy birthday to Kristen oh. on Instagram, on our Facebook, on our TikTok, oh gosh, or email yeah. us. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we love receiving those messages. We love the socials. Yeah. We love the socials. So, and it's a big one because it's the big 25 quarter century
1: <sighs> time for a quarter
0: life crisis. Ensue quarter life crisis. I need to plan what I'm going to do for my quarter life crisis. I know.
1: Like, what am I going what what to do? What did you do for your quarter life crisis? Have you done anything yet?
0: No, but I think this podcast was my quarter life crisis. That's true. We did go over this. Yes. Yeah.
1: That was your quarter life
0: crisis. Yeah, you had yours like six months early. Mm-hmm. Because my theory is that it's not my coral life crisis.
1: Stop! I hate when Claire brings this up.
0: I'm just... Stop. Being being realistic. No.
1: No. Stop it. Claire thinks she's going to die early, and I hate when she talks about it. It's because I had
0: a dream. If anyone here knows how to interpret dreams, I have a question for you. She dreamed of this once. But the fact that I remember it so clearly... (sighs) I
1: mean... But you remember, you have like really weird and vivid dreams and you remember Listen, them. I do. I, I do don't. have a lot of
0: weird dreams. It's like a novel. Oh. Well, we're, we're going to label this episode 25 lessons in 25 years or something of the sorts. And you probably saw that by the title or whatever. At this on point screen. in time. <laughs> yeah. So you know what it's about. But we right. might have lied because I don't know if we have 25 lessons. So the you first can, lesson here is... You can count. Lying is okay sometimes.
1: (laughs) I can't. I can't with that. (laughs) Some child is going to listen to
0: this and be like, mom, Claire said I can lie. It's called a white lie and it didn't hurt anyone in the process. So therefore, if anything, it helped us. That's true.
1: But you don't know that until you're this far into the episode. Exactly. Sorry.
0: But we still have lessons that we've learned and so... Are learning. And are continuously learning. Yeah. Yeah. We thought it would be kind of fun just to share them and maybe kind of dive deep into some or... I don't know. It's going to be a mix.
1: We're going to so, shake it up.
0: Yeah. So the first lesson I have for uh, those who are, have not gotten to 25 yet are still in their early early 20s or are still teens whatever what listen happened? when you get older and you live on your own oh, just know. know that laundry and dishes will never stop so I so took it for granted dude. yeah so you got to get used to doing them or get someone else to do them yep because unfortunately it just it's the gift that keeps on giving um, and it doesn't
1: matter how it doesn't matter if you do all the laundry in your entire house right like if you strip down everything you wash everything in the entire house apartment whatever mm-hmm. you are still wearing clothes so those clothes are quote quote dirty depending how you you know mm-hmm. so you will always have to do laundry and when i think about that it r- makes me really espresso depresso yeah like <laughs> it makes me so sad because i just want to have it all clean done mm, yeah and i can because i'm wearing clothes
0: <laughs> yeah it never stops like right when you reach the bottom of the laundry basket and you're like yes like yeah. I finally did it nope so Literally, satisfying you and take then... a shower go to bed then there's have... something in there yeah. yes yes and same with dishes like unless you fully live off of paper plates and plastic utensils which I don't recommend not green of you yeah not very green of you you're not very <laughs> not very not very mama Global earth friendly warming is a thing um yeah, not, unless you're doing that. Um, not very love, 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 mother <laughs> nature for you. Yeah. Um, it's not going to stop. Yeah. So, I don't know. Strike up a deal with someone. If they do the dishes, you do laundry, that's versa. What you, is that what you do with your partner? You a, yeah. yeah. am like, I will do all the laundry. I don't mind laundry at all. I... Same thing when I was growing up. Like my that was you hated did with your laundry. mom. Yeah. yeah, my mom hated laundry, and I was like, "Don't worry, I got you." But then she would do the dishes. Yeah, and because she likes her kitchen in a very specific way, so it I think out. even if I did the dishes, she would clean it again. Yeah, yeah. And I'm Probably. like, it's not actually being helpful if I have to go back. If she has to go back and yeah. do it anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm like, is that just, you know, stay that stay in my lane? Yep. Yeah. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. It's a horrible fact. Yeah, but you have to get used to it. So I know how to do your laundry. Yeah, guys, learn how to do the laundry. If anything, I feel like a lot of separate girls separate
1: your darks from your lights. Yes, not even it doesn't even we don't even need to go to like
0: colors to whites. Just darks and lights. Yeah, guys, bare but, minimum. And boys, if you're trying to impress a girl, knowing how Ooh. to do your laundry, these small things are actually very impressive to us. Yes. Because again, which is sad, sad, but true.
1: Yeah, the bar is on the floor. It's very yeah. sad, but we recognize it. So if you even know we stomped band. on it and it just dropped into the basement. And so it's really easy. It guys. shouldn't be there. But if you are above that, if you have just these little these little things. Mm-hmm. You're going to look so good to a girl. Just yeah, like it's gonna be great. Oh, clean the fucking lint trap, too. Now that we're on laundry. Clean oh, yeah. the fucking lint trap guys, between start every fires. dryer. Yes, don't start fires. Clean it. Throw it away before you check it before you start it. And then if you're really good for brownie points, clean it afterwards to save future youth. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was like a three-in-one. I feel like that should have been a three-in-one. We're going to count that as one through three. One through three. There was was so many hacks there. Yeah. Also, kind of, so for four, but subcategory of one. (laughs) Sort of a deal. Uh, So, one D. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I put, clean your fucking apartment. And okay, Um, I reckon, I... We've said this a million times. I have anal retentive tendencies, where I like things very clean. I like it very specific, and I reckon I recognize. I've lived with people, and I know people enough to know that that's not everyone's shtick, and I can respect that. If you don't need your, if you don't need your space to look almost unlivable, <laughs> to look like a museum, <laughs> I can understand and respect that. But this, I'm gonna steal this from my friend who. Pointed this out to me because he also has cleanliness a retentiveness, but he's in denial about it even more so than me. <laughs> and he pointed out to me there's a difference between being clean and being unhygienic. Very true. And I was like, You're right. So if you're not if you're not gonna be clean, like museum level clean, mm. at least don't be unhygienic. Don't leave food on your dishes in the sink for eons. Don't mm like clean out your refrigerator for food that you're not eating things just little things clean the hair out of your shower drain you know like little stuff like that where it's borderline unhygienic just do do the little things because you have to live
0: there yeah as we've also learned on this podcast (laughs) i'm not the most organized person but you're at least hygienic you're not unhygienic yeah like, if you guys saw what else was in my apartment right now. Like, <laughs> Should we pivot? No, yeah. just kidding. <laughs> like, I just have, like, random stuff. Like, I have so many pillows sitting around. Yeah. I have, like, just my recycling, like, along this that's, wall. Yeah, that's not crazy, though. I have random stuff on my counters all the time. But, like, and I feel like my bathroom, my my bedroom listen there's clothes everywhere but they're all clean clothes
1: but that's what i'm saying that's i think that was initially what led him to make the statement is like he was saying that he wasn't my level of clean and i was like "Mm, i don't know about that and he was like because i'll have clean i'll have laundry on my floor but it'll at least be clean Mm -hmm. or something like that and he's like that's why i'm clean but i'm not unhygienic Mm -hmm. or something he was arguing something like that and i was like that's fair Mm -hmm. so don't be unhygienic clean your fucking apartment you have to live in that space and the space reflect i truly believe reflects your mindset so if you have a clean space you have a clean mindset that's That's true i believe yeah i really believe that and i think that's why i clean when i'm stressed Mm -hmm. was it my friend lizzie was over last night and or uh, sunday Mm -hmm. and we were talking or me and my partner were like we've been go 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 for a couple weekends like let's let's take this day to just do nothing like de-stress and i was like perfect that sounds great have an easy sunday yeah and after about two hours of just like watching nothing i was like well we do need like the apartment because we've been go 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 has not been cleaned just unclean not unhygienic but just like you know yeah things are disheveled and everywhere so i started cleaning up stuff and he's like what are you doing we're having a lazy sunday and i'm like i am having a lazy sunday this is (laughs) this is my version
0: of being lazy i know i was
1: like i'm gonna feel fantastic after this do you realize that again this is just me going into like How I am, but after I was like, I'm gonna clean now so I can have. If my space is clean, I'm gonna feel so good going into this work week. I won't have like that back back of mind clutter of like, okay, we need to clean the external closet, we need to clean Mocha's crate, we need to do that. Like these Mm -hmm. little things around the apartment that are just daily tendencies. My brain won't be thinking about that, and I'll feel clean, and I'll feel so good. Yeah, and I'm gonna be so fucking productive. Not a guarantee, but I'm gonna feel like I'm productive. Mm -hmm.
0: So my second lesson, and I don't, there is a quote, this is not it. Um, <laughs> so I'm paraphrasing, but, um, comparison is the stealer of happiness. And I think that a lot of people can relate to this. We all get caught up in comparing ourselves to our peers, what society thinks we should be doing different standards that we set for ourselves. Maybe standards or expectations that others set for us, or we think that they're setting for us. So, um, especially like if you're very goal oriented, when we were applying for jobs at the end of college, senior year, it was so hard not to get caught up in where everyone else was applying. You know, and a lot of people were applying to big name brand companies. And I think there came with like an internal awareness and kind of shame if you weren't applying to those jobs and that's just like one example but even in day-to-day life and we've touched on this i think in a lot of our other episodes where say you think you're supposed to be in a certain spot in life and you're not but you Mm. see other people sometimes we can get caught in that spiral of oh but should i be doing this how like what is what what is the measurement that I'm using to compare myself to other people? And it's always by accolades, by the amount of money Life you're making. Milestones. Yeah, like all those different things. But the measurement in which we should be comparing ourselves to others is... If, one, we, sh- we shouldn't be comparing ourselves. But if you are, it should be happiness. Like, are you happy? Mm-hmm. When you kind of get into that cycle of comparing yourself to others comparing yourself to what society or where society says you should be or what you should be doing it's your opinion about yourself that matters everyone has a different path in life everyone has will have the same maybe similar milestones at different times it might take you 2 years to get to a specific place you want to be it might take someone else five years but no one's supposed to follow the exact same path Mm -hmm, so try to when you kind of get those horse blinders on where oh i need to be doing this why am i not here yet why haven't i not accomplished its goal am i doing what i'm supposed to be doing slow down if you can i know your mind starts to race a little bit Mm -hmm. but slow down don't compare yourself to others think about what your core values are whether it's bringing you happiness and i think that is what we should be doing rather than comparing ourselves to others mm-hmm. so yeah. that's like one of the big lessons i've kept trying to learn like i'm still learning that yeah
1: it, i think it's a, it's a day-to-day learning on it. that's one of a day-to-day learning yeah i think it's like it's so easy to know that and meant like hear this and be like yeah that abs- i think I'll- there's a few life lessons that I've like pinned down where it's like I know it and like rough air quotes know it like when I read it or someone tells me it I'm like yeah that absolutely makes sense logically mm-hmm. for whatever reason that absolutely makes sense to me but like knowing it versus like knowing it I can't think of a better word to like differentiate it's that it's
0: easier said than done exactly yeah like
1: actually applying it when you're in the situation where it's applicable is so much harder to like pull yourself out and be like hey we know this whatever life teaching whatever it is Mm -hmm. and pull yourself out of the situation to remind yourself of that before you go back in is real real tough
0: yeah it's definitely hard it's one of the harder lessons and it's one that you continually have to learn yeah it's not one like a one and done situation so it's ever evolving which yeah which episode is this
1: like referencing to like you basically tldr'd one of our episodes but i'm trying to remember imposter syndrome one
0: i think probably imposter syndrome yeah
1: yeah like you said of it being the stealer of happiness i think it's if you're trying to clock everyone's journey like you said it's all going to be happening at different paces and if you're too busy focusing on what other people are doing you're not going to be focusing on what you're doing yourself and what makes you happy Mm -hmm. on a higher level
0: yeah like why do stuff that makes you unhappy yeah right why push yourself and another life lesson
1: why would you do something that does make you happy like expectations and especially if you're like claire and you have a dark (laughs) sense of life where you don't think 25 is your quarter life crisis (laughs) like life's too short to not yeah to be unhappy Mm -hmm. you're gonna have unhappy times for sure but like do what you can to find little bits of happiness Mm -hmm. in either what you do in your day-to-day or your larger journey pathway things Mm -hmm. like don't yeah don't just don't actively try to do things that make you unhappy it's just it's not worth it mm-hmm. and the effort if you're gonna do f eff- if you're gonna take effort to do something don't <laughs> use it for something that makes you unhappy yeah
0: it makes no sense and you'll learn as you get older that you have less energy and less tolerance so speaking of energy and tolerance that was another one that i had yeah yes. okay
1: oh. good transition oof Chris not take it away. Oh, but now I don't have it up. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, faking it? Like, uh, when it comes to, like, getting, you know, say, the group, whatever, that you're currently associating with, or, like, you just happen to be in in this particular social situation, whatever, all agree, like, knows about this thing, or says something, and you want to fit in, so you're going to fake it and be like, oh, everyone's talking about this rom-com movie, and you absolutely hate rom-coms for whatever reason, But you want to, you know, like back in high school, even middle school, where it was a thing of like, like, oh, yeah, totally. Like just Mm -hmm. agreeing to go along with it. And then sometimes you even go as deep as like actually learning about the thing that you don't even want to think about. Like you deep fake it. Yeah. Not worth the time and energy. I think you not once you get out of the high school thing, it's a lot easier to see maybe even college. But like, especially now, I'm like, it's so much effort at that point to do that, to fake an interest. The fake
0: you know something that you care about yeah it is and i remember it's not even, worth the time and energy it's not like again we get tired girl you gotta get tired
1: <laughs> tldr like, this whole thing is claire being like you're just gonna be exhausted as fuck <laughs>
0: tldr claire's really lazy as a person <laughs> <laughs> but it's true like as you get older you find that you are willing to put less energy into certain aspects of your life yeah certain friendships certain relationships and like If you're having to fake a personality or fake an interest to connect with someone, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember there was this girl in high school Okay, where she had... I've known her since probably preschool. Like, I've known her for a long time. Very close family, friends, and I love her. And I had a period in high school where I just would not talk to her Mm -hmm. because she would change her personality she was one of those people she was in and yes. i was like i'm sorry i can't keep up like i love you yeah i do but the fact that you're changing personalities to fit in with people who don't even want to like you wouldn't be friends with them if you weren't yeah like, the
1: only reason you're friends with them is for this whatever fake person like this like fake this facet solid, yeah. yeah of you is So why is it work? Like yeah, and then friendships are work, which is also another life lesson that I want to throw in there. But why would you put it's? It's work to it's work to create. It's work to maintain. Yeah,
0: just no. Yeah, and I think yeah, and I think eventually you'll find because I do like when you're younger, you're much more willing to say, "Oh, I'm gonna alter myself a little bit just to see if I can like hang out with these group of people." Yeah. And I think as we grow up, we'll find that, like, not worth it. No. Like, these are not the people that I would want to hang out with anyway yeah. if I weren't doing this. So why continue to fuel that relationship? Like, you don't have to burn the bridge or anything. No. But, like... Don't throw
1: active energy at it. Yeah. Don't... Yeah. I think that's a good... That's a good lesson, too. Is like, you don't need... To, just because you don't gel with someone or, like, they're not your person, whatever... Mm. If you have to associate with them still, especially, like, don't... You don't need to burn a whole fucking bridge just because yeah. you don't get along with someone. Yeah. Like, just respect... Like, still hold yourself with grace and, like, you can respect... You cannot be friends with someone without being disrespectful. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you can... Like, we're not best friends. We can be acquaintances, whatever. We can... We don't... There's no... There's no... Not everything's an extreme. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be either best friends or enemies. Like, you can just respectfully... Revel in the ambiguity... Like Ooh, just okay, I like that. Hang out in the gray area. I like that. Yeah, gray is a great color, guys. Says the girl who dresses like exclusively in black. I asked to what borrow navy blue. Look, I asked to borrow a black skirt the other day. This bitch came out first of all <laughs> with a black onesie, not onesie, one one piece. Yeah, and I was like, cool, cool, cool. Um, but can I borrow your skirt? And she's like, oh, okay. Then she, we go into her room, into her closet. First of all, of um, A rack like this big, please look at the viewfinder. Yes. This much of it was black. It's about
0: 20 inches. (laughs) I would say that's a pretty average size for a rack. If you're using a male measuring stick, maybe.
1: Um, She literally, like 98% of the clothes on that rack were all black clothes. so she's trying to look for this black skirt in this wall of black clothes, and she's like, takes out a hanger, nope, puts it back. Next one, nope, puts it back. Takes out the next one, wait, maybe, nope, puts it back. Like I watched her do that like at least six or seven. I have a lot of times. black pants, guys. There was a shirt at one point, and she's like, "This could be the skirt," and I was like, "What are we doing here?" What's it? I mean, we found it, all worked out, but it was it was just so funny. I was like, if this does not perfectly embody how how much black is your color i don't know what would
0: yeah black is really my color color. yeah but this is navy blue it looks black Uh, but it's navy blue guys it has a little
1: are you sure it's not just a really faded black to be honest look at this i can tell that they're different when you put them next to each other but are you sure it's just not (laughs) a really like i'm not convinced it's not just a faded black and then (laughs) Your pants are just a newer black. Maybe
0: I do look like a little blob. <laughs> I'm just like a floating head above all the black. Anyway, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> oh, you know what I forgot to say
1: in the household responsibilities? ness hmm. learn how to fucking cook. Oh. Because especially, I mean, I started to learn in co- I started to learn in college. Yeah. Claire would cook for me. <laughs> well, Claire would supervise my cooking and tell me I'm okay. doing everything terribly
0: wrong. No, <laughs> you had these little note cards. I had little. I had little
1: recipe like index cards from my mama because she has all the recipes, and I did not know how to cook. I still don't really know how to cook. I'm. St- it's a. This is one of those life lessons I'm still learning. I'm Not a very good cook. I'm a good eater. I'm not <laughs> a good cook. <laughs> so and if this is also one of i okay i also hate cooking i truthfully like i dislike it mm-hmm. but it's one of those things that never end you're always gonna need to eat and unless you're a billionaire because uber eats and takeout is expensive um you gonna need to learn how to cook
0: yeah or
1: be like me and find someone who does like to cook my partner mm-hmm. loves cooking i don't yeah especially when i have i i don't like cooking during the weekdays because i have to and i don't have like if i'm gonna cook i want to plan i want to make a thing of it and then i want to be able to enjoy it afterwards and i feel like when i cook during the week like especially in between work i get home and i just <laughs> the last thing i want to i want dinner but i don't want to have to cook for it Me, i know meal planning is a thing but i also get most of my meals from work so try to meal plan around when i'm not getting fed meals is a whole thing first world problems i understand but doesn't help with my I don't know how to cook and I'm not very good at it yeah but my partner likes my workaround of it is my partner my partner likes to cook and I like to clean Mm -hmm. so he cooks and I just like follow him and And from my friends who tell me that they like to cook they're like oh my god can I cook with you like
0: that's my ideal because they honestly yeah because there's so many dishes that pile up once you're Mm -hmm. doing whatever
1: yeah and I get that which is also why I don't like cooking because I can't start the next step while my previous step is like out and dirty but then mm-hmm. that's what makes takes me again eons to cook because mm-hmm. i'm like cleaning as i'm cooking but then i will get fixated on the cleaning part so we have a nice system where he cooks and i follow behind him and i clean up
0: behind. Him. yeah i mean okay side lesson from that i guess is now with today's technology two things you should definitely have As part of your kitchen setup is an air fryer and a pressure cooker. Cause you can literally make meals on meals with those two items and it's so easy because you can just turn it off and then do other things while it's cooking. Yeah. And then come back. Like I sometimes will start air frying like chicken. Yeah. Then I'll, you know, go clean my room or take a shower or get ready. And then like by the time I'm done, the food's ready. So it's super easy you don't have to stand in the kitchen for an hour whatever totally making the actual meal yeah my
1: my only hang up with that is the meal i this problem would easily be solved if i meal prepped if i plan my meals ahead but i don't until i'm literally there and i'm hungry and i'm like okay what's in the fridge and usually Mm -hmm. it's nothing because i have not planned for myself yeah so if along with that if you can figure out how to meal plan for yourself it makes your life a million times easier i don't Working lesson, and yeah, I want more air fryer, slow cooker, those types of meals. Like, I have the appliances, I just need to find the meals that I like that go with that so I can plug and play, you know, when I need it and when I don't need it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would say learning how to cook, or at least learning how to cook a few meals that that you really like. So, at least you know how to make those when you're in a rush or a tight spot. Again having an air fryer and like a pressure cooker so easy because you can make so many different kinds of meals without actually having to like saute vegetables and like take all those extra steps you can do like one pot meals you can do like all that kind of stuff. find
1: a way to cook that works for you yeah so that way you can feed yourself well Mm -hmm. whatever that means for you Mm -hmm. for me it's chaos for me we're working on air fryer (laughs) for claire it's an air fryer for kristen it's Date someone who likes cooking and don't meal plan. We're working on the later. Yeah. Don't quite follow my (laughs) advice. Maybe follow the first one if you want to, but like don't follow the second one. The second
0: one's a little bit more chaotic. (laughs) All right. My next lesson would be be okay with being the villain in someone's story.
1: Which is also a call out to another episode we have where am I the villain? I don't
0: remember what number that is, but it was pretty early on throughout life as a TLDR overview throughout life you're not going to always be everyone's favorite person not everyone is going to like you and I know for a lot of people who are people pleasers and things like that it can be a very hard fact to accept that in someone's story you're going to be the villain and you have to be okay with that you have to learn how to be okay with it because You can't please everyone. And if you try, you're going to run yourself into the ground. Mm -hmm. And again, like it's okay to value opinions like others opinions of you, but don't prioritize that over the pin, like your own self opinion, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like your own opinion of yourself. Mm -hmm. My next one is learn to forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think this is super important for when you go through hard times, when say you cut off a relationship of some sort, or someone blames you for something, or you go through a difficult time, learning how to forgive yourself even if others have not forgiven you, I think is a really great thing to learn. Obviously, depending on the situation, yes, it's also great to grow from the situation, learn the lessons you needed to learn mm-hmm. but if you're not forgiving yourself because someone else hasn't forgiven you that is super detrimental because i saw i did see sandra bullock talk about this for a moment and i was like okay. oh it super resonated because she said like why are you wasting energy caring about someone who obviously doesn't care about you
1: but, yeah
0: and so it's a similar situation it's like why are you wanting this person to forgive you so much when they obviously don't care and they won't forgive you. Like, it's not worth, again, energy. It's not worth putting pouring your energy into trying to make it up to this person, Mm -hmm. trying to get them to forgive you if it's not going to happen. You can kind of look inside yourself and say, I can, either I've seen what I've done wrong, I've grown from the situation, I now know something that I didn't before Mm -hmm. and I have to forgive myself for that. Mm-hmm. And then I move on, or you're just kind of stuck in the oh they're not gonna forgive me I messed up, yeah, and then that's it. Especially as a reform, reforming, not reformed, we're still deep in the process.
1: People pleaser, that's like a super tough one for me because I'm always like oh I like I think I punish myself like excessively, and mm-hmm. I know that like what you said like I again knowing knowing the thing and applying the thing are totally different. Where like I know at some point for whatever reason i'm gonna have to forgive myself because this person may or may not Mm -hmm. but i will beat myself up excessively after it because it's like i realized for whatever reason like i fucked up i made a mistake whatever and i'm like oh i shouldn't have done that blah 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 look now they're mad at me that sort of a thing and that's true yes and i still feel that way and i don't think i want to negate that but punishing myself yeah like excessively Mm -hmm. beyond the point of like like once you realize that you've done wrong and you and you're like okay what do we do now you have to move on from that because playing over like i did something wrong doesn't make you right at any point Mm. it doesn't make it better right and i know that and i'm working on that
0: yeah definitely and it's yeah it's a again everyone takes a different amount of time to process yeah you know and it's not saying that oh just forgive yourself because you didn't do anything wrong you know you can still definitely learn from the situation and acknowledge that you're growing and you've learned something but once you've recognized and had like the self-realization of i've grown i now know something new Mm -hmm. i will take this lesson with me in the rest of my life so that this doesn't happen again yeah you have to say, that's all I can do. Yeah. I can't take back what's been, like, already happened. hmm So, this is the next best thing. Yeah.
1: That's tough.
0: Again, easier said than done. Especially with the varying types of situations that this can happen in. Mm-hmm. But... I think,
1: also, branching mm-hmm. off of that, something that's been resonating with me lately, is that friendships are freaking hard. hmm Like especially adult relation adult friendships mm-hmm. are so freaking hard cuz everyone has their own schedule their own plans like their own lives truly and it's a lot easier to maintain when you're in school cuz 80% of your life like a third of your day is literally there being at school mm-hmm. so you have so much overlapping time and life with these people who you're probably hanging out with the most and like yeah. interacting with and if it's not those people at school it's whatever else you're directly doing mm-hmm. at that moment like sports club whatever you have that overlapping thing with these people so it's a lot easier to stay friends and stay close that way Mm -hmm. but when you're an adult and it's very you know everyone kind of spirals off and like goes into their own thing so they all have very independent lives from each other you can have very independent lives and it's hard when you don't have those things that overlap you still have things in common with these friends that you've made over time but like you don't have overlapping time especially Mm -hmm. like prolongated time yeah where you can keep in contact with these people or like interact with them regularly it's hard to Keep that friendship, keep that maintenance. Like I've had this realization on the bus today when we were thinking about what I was gonna talk about today. Mm-hmm. And I realized that like I'm very bad at maintaining friendships, especially over time, because if I'm not directly interacting with a person in my day to day, like talking with them regularly, especially when it comes to long distance friendships, like friends who have moved away for whatever reason, I want like I still would care about them so much and I like want to keep in contact with them, but I have something in my brain that's like if I'm not talking to them regularly and say they respond to me a little bit off, I'm very empathetic and like reading that. Mm. But the people pleaser in me automatically assumes it's because of me mm. and not everything's about you. I know that. But like <laughs> sub lesson, not everything, sub lesson, not everything's about you. But like it's hard to think about that. And especially when you're interacting with that person and suddenly you feel something off, you're like, oh no, what did I do? Mm. And I automatically assume it's me. Usually, usually it's not about me. And it's hard to for me to like withdraw myself on that especially because I'm used to interacting with these people all the time where I know everything. Like it's so much easier when you know everything in their life so you can know, oh, they're off because of this thing. And I know that because I saw them yesterday and I know they've been dealing with this thing. Yeah. But if you don't keep in contact with these people all the time where you know everything about them and everything that they're doing, you don't know, you don't have all those little bits of subcontext behind what's bothering them in their day-to-day or what have you. Yeah. So it's harder to cipher out those little iffy bits Mm -hmm. and then i take that detrimentally Mm -hmm. and then that doesn't work over well and i'm like oh i think they're mad at me or sometimes i'll just overanalyze it when it comes to like maintaining the friendship is i'm like oh do they think i'm reaching out because i want something but i don't i just want to check in but then what will we talk about like so much of life has happened at this point Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's good like you want life to pass by so that way you can catch up with life but then i also overanalyze and i'm like what if they just think it's small time? So like for me, maintaining friendship, this is a long winded way of me me basically saying I'm struggling to maintain like friendships as an adult, especially for people I don't see very often. If you are one of my friends, I was going to say many, but like I don't have that high of an opinion of myself. If you're one of my friends and we haven't talked in a while, just know that I love you dearly. And I'm so sorry. I'm so shit at communicating. It's not you. It's truly me. it's cue the taylor swift song no literally i just i it's the analysis paralysis i overthink it's the overthinking and it does not breed well into portraying that in friendships
0: relationships friendships those sorts of things definitely but
1: i know that i'm working on it but it's a hard work in progress
0: yeah relationships take work whether it be romantic or friendship yeah but, it take a lot of work so a lot of effort sub sub lesson it takes effort from both sides not just one person facts so
1: i think my favorite relationship well it's usually used for like romantic relationships but i think it can easily be applied for friendships as well but i feel like i see it a lot for tiktok's insert count mm-hmm. um for, like, people going up to older married couples and being like, what's your uh, best piece of relationship advice? Me. And one that I've heard a couple times and I really, really like is that a relationship is never 50-50. It's 100-100. Mm. heard also, like, the subcategory of, like, it's not 50-50. It's 80-20 sometimes. It's you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think in general, I like 100-100 better because it shows that you should always be giving all you can if you want the relationship to flourish.
0: Yeah. And Romantic your- and otherwise. Yeah, and it's like your 100% is going to look different every day too. So. Exactly,
1: but at least if it's 100% of what you can give that day, whatever that means for you, mm. at least you you can't say that you didn't try. Yeah. I think it's the way I would look at it. Definitely. Like you said, it's going to change day to day. Your 100% on a bad day might be your 30% on a good day, but if you just at least keep saying you're trying, not don't say it, but like try to give your 100% with what you can,
0: you did all you could. Mm-hmm. All right. My next lesson is healing is different for everyone. Ooh. This segue into that. This is an important statement because I think when I, whenever I go through a hard time or was going through a hard time when I was younger, there would be so many people saying, you should meditate, journal, try journaling, oh my God, go to a yes. therapist, go for a walk, go for a run, find a new hobby. There's so many different kinds of coping mechanisms, so many different ways of processing your emotions. Some people like to vent to other people. Some people don't like to do that. Some people like to journal. Some people, but you don't have to do exactly what another person is doing to heal. Like if someone heals through journaling, that's amazing. But it doesn't mean you're going to heal through journaling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everyone has a different way of healing. But don't not try it. Don't
1: not try it, especially while we're young. Eh, you're gonna hear that all the time, but I feel like especially while we're young, like you can at least give it a shot to mm-hmm. know that it works. Yeah, and it doesn't work. Yeah, and that's not only definitely apply to healing, but like in general when it comes to things, I think we still. Now I'm gonna take a detour, but like we think that oh we're at our quarter life, we should have it figured out. Sometimes, mm-hmm. and we don't. So like, don't be afraid to try new things because it's never too late to start something new. Like, very you're st- true. You're a yeah. quarter. You're 25 quarter of your life looking at this ambiguously some of us are not looking that way but don't look at me claire you are only x amount into your life and you can look at that either very depressingly <laughs> but looking at it on a positive spin of like you still have so much more time mm-hmm. to try something yeah if you want to try something
0: Yeah, it's never too late to start something new, never too late to pursue something new that helps you to heal, that brings you joy. You can always try it. If it doesn't work for you, that's totally fine. Don't feel any pressure to keep doing something that does not work for you. Mm But don't keep digging the
1: hole. Like, knowing to quit, I think, yeah is also a hard life lesson to learn. Like, if you're trying journaling and it's not working for you, like, finding the right balance of, like, don't quit because it doesn't work the first time. Mm -hmm. But if you've given it a fair shot and it's... Journaling is not the way you're going to heal in this situation, right? Like, journaling is not what you need to heal what you need to heal. Then pivot. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. Just because your friend or even like multiple friends heal through journaling just because journaling's not working for you doesn't mean you're gonna keep beating the bush and yeah. try to do it like pivot
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah you can always pivot you can always pivot <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had to we said it like three times and it was it was itching my brain sorry
0: <laughs> yeah intrusive thoughts <laughs> yeah if journaling doesn't work you can try therapy if a therapist doesn't work Try a different one. If therapy in general isn't your jam right now, go blast music in your room and dance around. Have a solo dance party. You know what I mean? What's up? Yes, crazy. I was raising
1: my hand. Even though there's too... Okay, going back to venting and that sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. One thing that I struggle with as a com- being a compassionate, empathetic person and wanting to fix and make everyone's life, being a people pleaser, wanting to fix everyone and everything so it's always hard for me to i always want to take things on for people and like help them and fix it but you also have to know that your family and friends or even your significant other is not free emotional labor Mm -hmm. like you can there's a difference between like venting and piling on to someone Mm -hmm. like yes they are there for you to have your emotion like to be your sounding board Mm -hmm. and you know for you to bounce ideas off or vent to yeah but they shouldn't be your voice of reason that's i feel like that's the difference yeah so you shouldn't be just like going to them piling everything that's worrying you to them because now they're gonna worry like there's such thing what was the word i looked up oh compassion fatigue that's Mm -hmm. a thing of like you overload them with your problems and what have you and then now they don't not only have to worry about the things in their life but what If they're a compassionate person, they're going to also worry about the things in your life, and that's not fair to them. Yeah. So if you're really struggling, go to therapy. That's what they're paid for. Your friends and family are not getting paid to listen to your struggles. Yeah. So know when it's acceptable to use them as a sounding... You know, have an outside source, friend, family, significant other as your sounding board to vent to, and when it's a deeper issue and you should go get professional help, because they're being paid for your friends family not getting paid someone else ne- needs to
0: get paid to take on that emotional labor mm-hmm. definitely yeah they your friend, your family your partner should not be responsible for your emotions yep. or feel responsible for emotions they're always there to help you mm-hmm. um always there for a pick me up but it's not their responsibility to make you happy to make you happy it's no one else's responsibility to make you happy Yeah.
1: The only thing that's guaranteed in this life is your own responsibility. Well, one of the many Mm -hmm. is your own responsibility to make yourself happy. No one Mm -hmm. else is going to make you happy.
0: The other guarantee is death. The
1: other guarantee is death and taxes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which actually, uh, tip, advice, lesson, number, whatever. um, Mm -hmm. Learn about money early. Yeah. A lot as in American education systems, it is not required for you to graduate or anything without learning about the American finance system that's in place. And it's a rude awakening when you get out into the real (laughs) world, real world and have to learn about, yeah, learn about taxes, learn about interest rates, learn about different bank accounts, credit cards, what have you. Um, one ks um different things that was never taught to us because you weren't a business major or you weren't a finance yeah. major you didn't need to yeah you quote unquote Learned didn't need it. to but then advice number again whatever plus one um math that we learn in high school is not going to be used don't stress about it don't unless yeah. you're literally unless that's going to be your teacher. livelihood yeah. like you're not going to learn you're not going to need to calculate the hypotenuse Of anything, but you do need to know how to fill out your tax reports. Like, yeah, the only time you're going to use math is to calculate how down this ship is going. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Anyway, for all the ladies, if you go to a formal event, bring an extra pair of flats. Bring flats. Just do it. I know I was the girl who would stick or it out. You use in the heels. numbing spray.
1: I recently discovered, well, I haven't used it yet, but I've seen a lot of videos about it, and these people say that it worked. I have yet to do that. So, asterisk on advice here. Asterisk, you numb yeah. your feet. I, listen, and then you wear the heels.
0: I don't I'm, know what's better. I don't know. I'm like kind of skeptical just because I've had so many feet problems sure. from like dance and all that stuff that, like, if you numb it then it's more likely you get injured you're still you gonna be injured afterwards yeah yeah that's true that's a very fair point but that's just me being like whatever but <laughs> i was definitely the girl who was like i'm not gonna take my shoes off because i honestly i think it's kind of gross when people it's so disgusting but shoes off at the i'm clubs. guilty of it.
1: oh not at clubs but like at
0: like my prom
1: yeah it was, like was at- it's
0: just a thing yeah i don't i i just found it always really disgusting so i was always the girl who would tough it out and keep her shoes on because i just didn't want to be walking barefoot everywhere that's right and so bring an extra pair of flats Mm -hmm. that you can change out of once the heels start hurting yeah you know
1: literally get like the the type that they have well don't use a vending machine we can like find a cheaper alternative (laughs) but like you know the ones that they sell at vending machines at like the Mm -hmm. mall or something
0: that's literally like this big and it rolls up yeah Get one of those. Mm -hmm. Easy peasy. Fits Fits in your purse. Yeah. Quick tip. Yeah. Bring extra pair of flats. Doesn't hurt. If you don't use them, you don't use them. That's true. Well, that's me with how I pack my mom bag. Every (laughs) time I'm going somewhere,
1: I'm like, pack it just in case I need it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Always bring a jacket just in case.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm always cold. Mm -hmm. I will always need that jacket. (laughs) Will I choose
0: violence sometimes? Maybe. But. Could be. It could. I could always use a jacket. Another lesson I've learned throughout the years is that confidence is quiet and insecurity is loud. And a lot of the times when you see those like pick me girls or girls who you know are just a little more insecure, I guess they can be a lot louder. I I just think it speaks volumes more than the silent confidence. A lot of the times they will try to like take you down, have a lot to say about certain things and that you should kind of block that out. But yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's short and sweet, but just something to, to note.
1: Yeah, definitely. Another one of those Easier said than done, for sure. Mm -hmm. But a good thing to keep in the back of your mind. When you you need it, pull it out of your arsenal.
0: Mm. Oh, common sense is not common. (gasps) Oh my God. (sighs) Yeah, it's painful. Yeah, if you've ever worked... At, in the food industry or even in just sur- the service inter- industry in Shout out in to our customer service episode. we yes. content, but... You guys know, common sense is not common. Yeah. Um And you'll learn this along the way, and you'll realize that... I want a solution to that. I really do. Like, I want
1: to know how I can help the world. Like, some people want world peace. I want to be able to give everyone common sense. Yeah. Cheese and rice, my guy. Yeah. I... Um. Oh, it pains me And I'm just like how, how have you made it Sometimes I'm like How have you made it this far I might just be on 25 But I know you're farther And how have you made it that far
0: I know What's It's that? kind of crazy Sometimes And then you realize That the national average Right So 50% are above that average But then you 50% realize 50%, are, 50% below. are below That average See we use math Huh Advice
1: N Plus one Not applicable here <laughs>
0: yeah I guess asterisks <laughs> on the <laughs> Yeah, go back edit it <laughs> scratch it out boundaries learn how to set boundaries mm-hmm. now this is interesting because I always encourage learning how to set boundaries for yourself don't spread yourself too thin to overcommit yourself yep. don't let people walk all over you like it's set boundaries for yourself and teach you have to teach people how to respect those boundaries mm-hmm. um However, there's a flip side. Don't set too many boundaries mm-hmm. because then you're kind of left alone or it's if really...
1: If you set too many boundaries, you end up building a wall around yourself. Yeah, exactly. There's a... Like everything else in life, this is now going philosophical. Like there's there's a middle ground. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the gray, like you said earlier, right? Like enjoy the gray area. So set boundaries, but not just enough to protect yourself. Not, but... To say that like what? yeah not to close yourself off yeah protect but not close yourself off yeah and it, it's a learning process like you were saying about respecting boundaries like respect your own boundaries because if you don't respect your own boundaries and hold i've learned as a people pleaser like if you don't hold true and strong in your own boundaries how and respect your own boundaries how mm. are you how do you expect other people to respect it for you yeah so like if someone's kind of toeing your boundary and you cave and you're like okay but just this once like mm-hmm. now the next time that person comes into conflict with your original boundary they're not even they're just going to walk past it and they're going to go to this new boundary that you've set that is actually past your first boundary yeah and they're going to keep trying to break it and break it in until the walls cave in on you
0: and we don't want that so if you want people to respect your boundaries you need to respect your own boundaries first mhm definitely yeah. i think what my mom always teaches me it tells me is she says you teach others how to treat you yeah so i've
1: heard that that's so so true yeah
0: so you need to really look out for yourself because if you like you said keep going back on whatever boundaries you set or how you want people to treat you you're teaching them how to treat you yeah. so it's
1: never too late though to reteach
0: one thing that's hard is like yeah if you're trying to Suddenly,
1: you realize that, for whatever reason, like you need this boundary. Now you set it up. People are from used to whatever, mm-hmm. however they treated you previously, whatever, you, however you previously taught them how to teach you. So, if someone's not respecting your boundary, it's because they previously benefited from you not having any.
0: Yeah. And I was like, fuck.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's just a little nugget. What was your last piece of advice? My last piece of advice. I don't know why I decided to end on this is to trust your gut and just yeah I don't really have much elaboration on that besides Mm -hmm. short and sweet but I think intuitively you know you know Mm -hmm. and if you even have like a split second thought of like oh what if like it's because your gut knows something like you're contemplating options because you know something
0: Mm -hmm. I don't know
1: a better way to simplify that trust your gut
0: TLDR. yeah you know when something feels off a lot of the times like oh my gosh guys if you listen to my favorite murder um okay a lot of the times they'll the victims that we hear about oh yeah get into very sticky situations because they want to be polite yeah and even though they know there's something off there's something off about this person but i want to be polite yeah. they say fuck politeness yeah. don't you don't need to do that like more, look, that's how you get murdered exactly she they say stay sexy and don't get murdered and i live by that <laughs> yeah my last piece of advice uh, this is my favorite this <laughs> is for all the girlies and boys that are on some sort of medication yes everyone around the world um who share in having mental illnesses <laughs> don't be ashamed of it if you need medication Take medication. It's not, um, it's not something you should be ashamed of. And when you feel like you're having a good day or a good week, and you say, "I don't need those medications," don't go off your <laughs> medications. And I'm looking at you. Um, don't go off them alone. Too, yes, is what you told me earlier. Don't go off the medication alone. One have a lot of side effects from going off of them, especially if you're taking a certain dosage. And you go from like 40 to nothing. Yeah, hot to cold. It's gonna be rough. You're gonna have side effects. It's not gonna feel good. And I know from experience that a lot of times you'll be feeling good for a few weeks and say, I don't need them. I'm doing great. Yeah. It's because of the medication. (laughs) Okay? (sighs) I'm doing great. I don't need the medication that's making me feel great. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Good job for feeling wonderful. It's cause of the medication. Don't go off of it. You'll need it. And
1: or tell a buddy.
0: Yeah. You know, tell talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. Let's let's make a plan for this. We're not wildin. We want to keep our health in mind. Um, but just, oh my god, that was good. Okay, you're welcome for that catch. I am. Uh, yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> that was my last piece of advice. Ah, oh, that was a lot. That was a journey. It was a lot. That was many journeys. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was 25. I think we gave you like, if not a dollar, at least 50 cents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys resonated with some of the uh, these topics, these pieces of advice. Yeah. Um, if you are in your mid-20s and you have pieces of advice that you've learned over the years, Let us know. Drop them in the comments. Yeah. Let's just make a huge list of advice. Yeah. I would like to know. And I bet a lot of other people would. I would appreciate
1: any tips and tricks at this point.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, We're all still growing as people. It never stops. We all need advice um, from time to time. Even when it's, um, even when we don't think we need it. Yeah. We might need it.
1: I think of it as I'm only a quarter baked. Mm. You know? She not ready yet. <laughs> she not ready. <laughs> she not ready yet. So like Claire said, it's a learning process. But hopefully if you're not in your mid-20s, which also a question if you should be listening to this. But meh. bottom uh-huh. line, regardless of age, I hope we said something and that you're able to take away. Whether it's just humor or actual something helpful for me. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening to this week's very special twenty-five sent quarter life crisis episode Mm -hmm. our socials will be listed somewhere on the screen if you are watching on youtube if you are listening to us on any of the podcasting platforms we will have all of our contact info down in the description as well as our promo link for the Newsly app which you can get one month of free premium subscription if you use it. We are also there and so are many, many other podcasts. So don't forget to check that
0: out. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really helps us get discovered. So yeah. Thank you again so much for your support up until this point and moving
1: forward. We love love you all. Yes.